The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Well, the time's just gone 18 minutes past five. Welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive 101.9 High FM. I'm Michael McKenna. Well, it's time to catch up once again on what is happening on the ground in the Holy Land. Joining us now to give us a full uh, update on events happening at the moment, Rolene Marks, our correspondent in Israel. Rolene, good afternoon to you. Thank you for joining us and how are you today? Good afternoon. Well, you know, each day you just take it as it comes. Mm, mm. As we say here in Israel, we are managing moment by moment. We're taking it moment by moment. Indeed. So let's look at it moment by moment up till now. What can what, what can you tell us? What's the latest on the battlefront? Well, we've just had mm. Chancellor Olaf Scholz from Germany who has landed in uh, Israel. He has just given a press conference with Prime Minister Netanyahu saying that he says, as I said last week in the Bundestag, in hard times, Germany has only one place, and it is alongside Israel. It's very important to say this here, uh, during these difficult times in Israel's Germany's history and the responsibility it had for the Holocaust requires us to help maintain the security and the existence of Israel. Indeed, at this time, Rolene, there's also a number of uh, heads of state and important uh, uh, international leaders and figures landing in Israel at the, or intending to land in Israel at this point in time. We are expecting sometime soon uh, French President Macron. Yes. It has been confirmed that 21 uh, French nationals, maybe holding dual na- uh, nationality, have uh, been murdered or taken mm. as a result of Hamas's terror attack. Right. Um, so, you know, these numbers, we're now at an official murder toll. I say murder very, very uh, intentionally because uh, it, it was wholesale slaughter. Uh, the murder mm. toll is now at 1,400 wow. and climbing. Indeed. I, I think, you know, to, in order to explain why uh, we see these, these jumps in, in numbers, is that our uh, troops are still going, our RDF is still going and sweeping um, kibbutz to kibbutz, base to base, community to community, uh, and, you know, finding bodies, taking them for identification. Um, You know, we're still ascertaining who is missing and who is murdered. Rolin, have there been any, uh, the other day, for example, we were talking about, and in actual fact, we were listening to sirens going off and uh, rocket barrages. Uh, how, how, how has that been lately? Has it stemmed somewhat or do, are we still having these uh, suddenly surprise attacks? We are still seeing a, uh, an influx of rockets being fired towards us. We've actually just had one. A short while ago, oh uh, very close to where I am, okay. uh, in the city of Rishon Lezion. So we're still getting them. A lot of them in the last couple of days have been fired at the center. So it's, uh, you know, Modi in and outskirts, Jerusalem, Tel Aviv, that area, mm-hmm. uh, where they, where they're targeting. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a lot at the south, we've just had a, a house hit in Sterot. I mean, I don't know how much more the people of Sterot can actually take, but while this is um, uh, uh, going on, mm-hmm. we still have this issue that we're facing rocket attacks. I mean, I, I want to be very, very clear. This is not an escalation that we've seen in the past. This is not a conflagration or a flare-up. We are at war. This this is a war. Uh, you know, uh, when, when people talk of uh, wars around the world, this is the situation mm. for Israel. We are very, very much on a wartime footing. 
Israel is a country at war. Rolene, you recall the other day uh, I put the question to you about uh, Israel's government, seeming somewhat subdued at the time. It would seem also we don't seem to hear much coming from uh, the Prime Minister's office and uh, from Israeli leadership regarding the conflict. Uh, are there any notable, shall we say, reactions or any uh, notable statements coming from them as of late? Mm, that's an excellent mm. question. You know, we do have the unity government in place. Uh-huh. At, uh, at, at the moment. Um, yeah. The issue here is we, we, we're a country at war. So this is a country where right now uh, it's not a time for recriminations and investigations. That's, that time's going to come, and believe me, Certainly. it will come. The, the Israeli people will demand of it. We have heard members of our government uh, say, you know, it happened on, on, on my watch. We heard from the head of the Shabbat, the Shin Bet, yesterday, uh, Tzachi Hanegbi from the uh, National Security uh, Association. But to be honest, and I know some of the listeners aren't going to want to hear it, Israelis are waiting for one person to take responsibility, and that is the Prime Minister. Mm. Israelis are waiting for Prime Minister Netanyahu to say, it happened on my watch, I am responsible. And while many Israelis and the polls certainly reflected, don't expect him to step down now because, you know, we're at war, he is expected to resign and if he doesn't, mm. uh, I think the Israeli public are going to demand of it. There's been a lot of criticism mm-hmm. that the speech that President Biden g- gave uh, last week was a speech that we should have been hearing from our prime minister. That, he, you know, he hasn't been with the, the families that you mm-hmm. know he's been holed up in, in his war room, maybe coming out every now and then uh, to, uh, to meet with uh, this battalion or that battalion. But uh, the amount of criticism mounting for the government is astronomical. Well, interestingly enough, besides that, uh, as what you've mentioned, Rolene, uh, today, Bezalel Smotrich, he uh, released a, a report or a statement saying that uh, there will be, you know, funds, shall we say, released, unlimited funds released for IDF operations and relief efforts and whatever. And, of course, now this has raised questions about funding for other initiatives in Israel. Well, right now, the... Uh, right now, the the priority is our security, is mm. funding that. Mm-hmm. That is the the priority right now. You know, when we talk about a country on a war footing, everything is geared now towards this uh, this war, supporting this country, standing by our soldiers, supporting our our soldiers. Uh, you know, many people are coming back from retirement Indeed. Uh, with, with police or, or wherever they can uh, to, to take on those duties. But right now, this is a country where we are fighting for our existence. We have a very, very sophisticated, well-trained, uh, evil incarnate enemy that needs to be destroyed. And that is the focus. Rowling, I was wanting to ask you, um, what is the latest regarding uh, there were like there was talk and plans afoot to launch a ground offensive into Gaza? Has that kind of simmered out or is that still, oh, if I can put it this way, on the cards? Well, we, we don't know what's on the cards. You know, mm. uh, in a wartime situation, 
there are so many elements at play, and, and because this is a very, very sensitive security sure. operation, um, you know, the military are not going to give us too many details. I mean, we just heard uh, shortly from Lieutenant Colonel Richard Hecht, he's, he's from the spokesman's office, and of course, remember, whatever goes is cleared from the uh, for the spokesman's office is what the army are prepared to let you hear. So, you know, there's so many different layers right. to to a conflict. So he mm. said, you know, we, we're moving to the next stage. You know, uh, it may or may not be a, a, a ground offensive. So uh, I, I know an excellent, excellent broadcaster who often tells me we're going to have to wait and see. Mm. Okay, we're going to have to wait and see. Well, that's what life is all about. Wait and see. Speaking of which, there's also been, uh, well, there's also, one is wondering what is happening to the, uh, is it the rougher crossing between Egypt and uh, Gaza? What is the latest status regarding that? We hear reports of it open. We hear about airstrikes and, you know, um, uh, difficulties in, in uh, ferrying supplies and uh, essentials to refugees and vice versa. What exactly is the status there at the moment, uh, really? Well, that's an excellent question. We do have a lot of humanitarian aid at the Rafa crossing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, the onus is to work with Egypt to open up the crossing to let humanitarian aid in. What I found absolutely astounding is a comment made by His Majesty King Abdullah of Jordan earlier today giving a press conference with German Chancellor Olaf Scholz where he said that uh, Jordan and Egypt will not accept any Palestinian refugees. He says that is a red line. I mean... uh, uh, a lot yeah. of people are pointing fingers at Israel, and Israel must be responsible for this, and Israel must be responsible for that. You know, in a wartime scenario, it actually is not our responsibility um, to look after the humanitarian uh, requirements of you know of the entity that that we are fighting. However, because it's part of our purity of arms, and because mm. we understand that Palestinians are held captive just as much as Israelis are by Hamas. We will do everything in our power. But to hear the uh, the immediate neighbours closer to the Palestinians say we're not going to accept any refugees. That's a you know a, a red line we don't we don't want. Is to me it's mm. it's astounding. I also found that quite astounding. I did have a glimpse of it earlier, and I was wondering now what exactly is the angle to that to King Abdullah's um, mention or shall we say statement after meeting with German Chancellor Olaf earlier on in Berlin. Rolin, we're going to have to leave it there. Thank you so much for joining us once again, uh, giving us uh, some background as to what is transpiring in Israel at the moment. Uh, from all of us, do take care, and we'll chat to you tomorrow at the same time. Rolin Marks joining us on the line from Israel just to give us an update on what's happening in Israel.